Welcome to the Hawaii Trading Podcast with your hosts Reed Hicks and Glenn Nabua. If you were to start out knowing what you know now, but start out, restart your journey, hit the reset button on the trading journey, would there be things, things you do differently? Absolutely, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. For one, I wouldn't have thrown money at the market as soon as I joined it. As soon as I discovered trading, uh, started throwing money at the market, you're like, right. okay. No more demoing, I want to make real money, you know, that's what I've done. So I would have prevented that by educating myself more. I would have been reading more. Mm. Um, you know, I picked up a book after I started trading, which is not the way to go. So I think what I would have done differently is just read more. Well, how much, how much, if you, if you don't mind me asking, how much did you put in? Right away, it was probably a, a couple hundred, at a least $200. Hundred. Okay to start but right. then you know you lose a little bit yeah this is another point to what i would have done differently is not add to my losses meaning i i would lose you know 50 bucks add another hundred okay now i'm up you know in my mind i'm up i'm not down right i'm trying Fire to up. feed my ego like it's okay it's all right just it was keep like adding more cash. it was like um trying to double up your account yeah exactly. you know what i mean as fast as you could yes yeah. and like you know like when i first came in you see everyone just making money that's why that's but, right so i wanted to make money yeah but. and the same for me like when i started out um i felt like i was being left behind yeah so i had to like hurry up like get get in line right away even though i didn't know what i was doing yeah. i didn't have proper knowledge or I, I mean i started learning but of course I, I think we have that natural tendency to just jump in yeah but in a way, it's, it can be good, too. Yeah, to just definitely. Jump in. definitely. Yeah. You don't want to be paralyzed by fear of entering the market. So more so, you would just take some time to go study before. Yeah, definitely. Maybe read a little more. Maybe not just dedicate myself to one course or one teacher, you know? Just want to expand my viewpoint. Would you, would you hit YouTube right away? Uh, I wish I had, actually. I yeah? wish I, I watched more YouTube videos on different traders. I was just so tunnel vision on like one specific way to trade and yeah. one specific way to live like that lifestyle you know i wasn't expanding my mind that like oh you could be a, a family figure and be able to trade you know mm. so I, I thought you had to be a certain type you know so more so gain like an overall knowledge yeah, yeah. overall knowledge yeah. for sure same i would I'd probably do the same because yeah. like i said um when i started out i was following a mentor or two mentors and I thought okay as long as I follow what they do I'm gonna be making money it took a year and a half for me to realize okay that strategy did not fit me that approach does not fit me and I think if I was able to go back restart find a way to compress that year and a half to find my the, the thing that fits me which which leads into strategy and edge yes right Finding that yeah. thing that fits. So if I could restart, I would probably definitely uh, find a way to compress but that time. I mean, that's, I got to acknowledge you, man. Look, you said a year and a half only. A year and a half. To realize. It took me years, dude. It took me years <laughs> to realize, oh, you have to trade your personality. You know, it's not specifically the edge, whether it's working or not. Yeah. It probably works for some people. Yeah. Like when it comes to edge, I think, like for a lot of traders, we can have a profitable edge, but can we stick to it you know and again it refers back to you like how you have to trade your personality tra personality trade what fits you and i think that discipline can you stay disciplined to plan a or can you stay disciplined to plan b on when we talk about edge right this is one thing i didn't have back then 
was looking at the next thousand trades instead of the next five trades very key man very <laughs> key bruh like i'm sure yeah. people are out there they're thinking okay i need to just catch that one big home run yeah. and i'm good yeah yeah i'm gonna throw whatever it takes to hit that home run and with trading you i guess through the journey of maturing as a trader you learn that you know what my chance my probability of hitting that home run if i have that approach might not work out it's like a think long term right think that's kind of like what i'm thinking of is like yeah. think long term then the immediate gratification yeah you know that's, that's, right. Uh, that's right delayed gratification is like one of the biggest things that traders need to overcome like we live in a society where we just want instant gratification all the time but if we just remain disciplined disciplined with our edge know that our edge works out over a thousand trades then yeah it's gonna we're gonna be profitable in the end right when it comes to edge too i think for myself i didn't understand that losses are inevitable yeah <laughs> true you know i like i hate losing yeah, and i don't think i realize that loses losses come right as much as the winners come if not more they there's that saying david ricardo back in years, years, many, maybe centuries ago, said, cut your losses short, let your winners run. I don't know if he said it verbatim, but generally, just, yeah, that's it, sure. right? Cut your, cut your losses. You ever seen, like, especially crypto nowadays, the guys, um, crypto's down a lot. I mean, all the stocks are down. A lot of people like to see it as buying opportunities. If you're holding a position, like a crypto position, it's already down. Would it be wise to buy more positions into it? I would say, I mean, it depends on your tr what type of trader you are. Are you a long-term investor? You, you know, is this something that you do on the side? Mm. Um, or are you a day trader and you're just holding that position, hoping yeah. on a whim, on a wish that it'll come back? Let's talk about the day trader. Yeah. So if we're talking about the, that day trader, yeah. you need to cut that loss. Cut man. it. You need to just accept it and move on. You know, that's what I'm, I'm thinking. It's that hubris in, in all of us or like the ego where we want to be right. So I'm just going to double down. I'm just going to keep at like me in the beginning. I kept adding money to the fire uh, and it just kept burning up uh -huh. so like yeah. what would you say for the day trader man i think being able to let go of the trade <laughs> like i said zoom out look on mm -hmm. at the next thousand trades compared to the next trade you're gonna make during the day session cutting loss is so key you have to just be done with it you can't be married to the position that's a key point right there yeah, don't be married. be married to your position right that's it that's it say you are learning from other people and say you did find a mentor, you, you like that person and or books or listening to audio. It, it, it's a, like a human reaction or a human nature to just kind of compare. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like it's hard almost not to do it. We always have to catch ourselves. And I think that's that's a key part of the maturity and just life in general is like catching that thought like, wait, I don't need to be comparing. But like in, in trading, it's almost a different realm, you know, that it. I feel like emotions in trading are, are amplified. <laughs> That's it. You know? Magnifying glass. Yeah, magnifying glass. Yeah. It magnifies who we are. That's right. what you know why we are so drawn to trading. But so uh, coming back to that comparing analysis, you know, I'm thinking there's insecurity there. There's jealousy when I'm seeing another person. In the beginning of my journey, I'm seeing other people make more money than me. I'm seeing other people win more than me. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like, I need to be on their level. I need to get better. I need to do the work, put in more time. Even though you're, you, you know, you're taking years and you're putting in all that work. It's just 
it comes down to self-reflection. And a big part of that, the comparison trap, I feel like a lot of people bring in the scarcity mentality where when they see other people winning in trading, just we're just talking about trading, but you know, anything in life, when you see a lot of people winning, they feel like, well, this is for me too. They feel like, oh, uh, success is limited. I need to get on that track right away because yeah. that train is going to leave me, you know? Yeah. And I think there's, when you know, you go through the uh, maturity in trading, you start to realize there's no limit to the success. There's no X amount of people are only going to win. So that's one thing I think was that was holding me back with, with um, the comparison trap, psychology, the mindset. Yeah, I mean, like there's so much to unpack on just that word comparison, right? Like we see it in social media all the time, how many traders, like especially in this industri industry of trading, see how many people are like making thousands of dollars in 30 minutes. And you're like, I wanna be at that level, but we don't realize their account size for one. Yeah. You just look at that dollar sign. So cool. you're, you have again, tunnel vision on, I need to be there. I want that money. For example, that I can think of is if I see you, for example, making money on a certain position, I'm like, I'm not in this position. I need to get into this position. And then let's say I lose from my strategy. I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe my strategy is messed up. Maybe I got to trade like Glenn. Yeah. And like, th that's just an example. Like we see traders all the time changing their, their jumping, leapfrogging to strategy to strategy, not realizing that, no, you could pick and choose from your strategies, create your own, and become profitable on that because you gotta, again, we go to point one, trade your personality, trade what you're comfortable with, with the edge, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, they always say, well, there's a million ways to make a million dollars. Starting our trading journey, we have the comparison trap. Of course, we're looking at other traders. There's a big, other big distraction out there called the news or media, social media. Yeah. Social you know, and it's tugging, right? You just think we're one trader and you got you got the news, they got social media, you got the news, you got TV, you got movies, whatever. Then you got uh, word of mouth, friends, family, coworkers, um, aside from the other traders that you're trying to, you know, following or whatever. All those things are influencing or can influence your uh, decision making. Absolutely. And so I hear stories where people somewhat rely on the news for their investing or trading decision making mm -hmm. and you know the news they always switch their their stance every day man it's, it's clockwork Literally. right so Literally how day. do you you know going back zooming out and a thousand trades for a, a new trader you have to have a strategy or direction where you can have make it robust make it have a have a foundation for it where you don't stray away all the time. So that way, when you have all these distractions, it's gonna come, unless you live in a little bubble on an island with no reception or whatever, I don't know how you're gonna trade. You're gonna face that, the normal average Joe will face that, right? So you have to be careful with making trading decisions off of those just those, those words or distractions. I like that, distractions. It's like uh, distractions are external like that's what i think yeah. and then what we allow you know it's like a philosophical saying like though we can't let the waters inside of us turn from outside weather right it's like um external distractions shouldn't influence the internal mindset and so but we tend to do that a lot i mean we're humans human nature it's it's a part of all of us it's just yeah. coming back to that that psychological awareness that hey I'm, i want to do this trade 
because this person is in it and I know they're a million dollar trader. I want to be like this person. You know, you got to remove that external distraction. Kind of just like pat them on the back. Hey, good for them. That yeah. person is doing great. Right. That's awesome. Right. But the market conditions aren't fitting my personality slash my edge. So I'm just going to sit on the sidelines. I'm going to be patient and wait for my edge to play out. I think to add to that, though, say a person is totally um, new and don't have much knowledge or experience yet. It would be wise to follow an experienced trader. The caveat is you have to know or un truly understand like, hey, what's behind his decision making, his or her decision making? Yeah. What's behind that strategy? What is the edge? Mm -hmm. And follow it. Go ahead, right? And then get your feet wet. But you have, you can't totally just say, hey, I'm going to rely. I'm going to make my trading career rely on that person's right. um, trading, you know, following them. Yeah, because there's going to be a point where you need to take the, the what is it called? The reins. The reins <laughs> of your trading journey yeah. and start handling it. I'm not going to give you it and like you trade for I want to be a trader, but you got to, I want to follow whatever what is that? you do. You can it's take like the a, horse to the water, but you can't make, make a drink. Yeah, exactly. That's it, dude. That's, that's it. it. And that's pretty much what like any course or mentor will do. They'll lead you to where you can be profitable and it's up to you to take that action on uh, on a conscious basis, daily basis. Going off of the following a mentor, a, a established trader, of course, the biggest difference between them and a new trader is will be their trading account size, or right? So the amount of money. I was kind of intimidated mm. in a way because I saw so many zeros behind their trading yeah. um, sizes, and I'm like, dude. Only got a few hundred bucks or a few thousand bucks. Like I can't do that. How did you like pull yourself back? Besides looking at the long term goal, how did you pull yourself out? Like okay, the zeros don't matter. What did you begin to focus on besides the dollar sign? Initially, people get into trading because they want to somewhat increase their income to get the lifestyle they want. And for me, um, of course, I had to fight that that cycle of like, okay, I need to make as much money as I can f as fast as I, as fast as possible, this and that. I think the market or humbled me after losing yeah. a lot. <laughs> Don't say it to everyone, brother. <laughs> it, it, it humbled me to a point where like, okay, I'm responsible. I think when I started to realize I'm responsible for my results, not the market, not the mentor or whatever, I'm responsible for it. And when if I'm take, going from that stance, then that kind of led the way to thinking in a more uh, longer term, more whole, holistic type of view. Yeah, so-and-so is making money, Buffett's doing that, Elon's doing that, whatever, Bridgewater Capital. They're all doing those things, okay. But at the end of the day, what do you have control of? Your actions, yourself. Your, yeah, your actions, your thoughts, your thoughts, your perspective, your view, and how much money you can lose. <laughs> your risk management, super key. So, you, yeah. You um, mentioned though, like Bridgewater Capital, like all these uh, actual funds that have historical data. You know, when you look at their their sheet of their earnings, it usually comes out like Purple Valley. I'm thinking of is how do they show they show their account, like how much they're Managing. Managing. 
Yeah. And then they show in percentage how much they are up or down for the year. And I think for me, when I put that perspective, when I changed those dollar signs, that dollar figure to the percentage sign, that made everything more manageable and achievable. Like, okay, I could do this. I could get 2%, but you know, that 2% on a certain account could be $20,000. Whereas 2% on, you know, $1,000 is only 20 bucks. So, I mean, like, that's the perspective that really shifted my mind. Like, oh, wow, it doesn't matter how much money I have in my capital. It matters the percentage wise on how much I'm up or down. That's the key point right there. Did it help you um, somewhat detach yourself from the actual just money part? Like, yeah, I would I mean? say so. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because when, when, when people see the dollar signs, they bring all their emotions or whatever attached yeah, to dude. that. Their, their views on money, their relationship on money. And so if that's somewhat clouding most of their thought brain power, then where's the trading brain power going to come in, you know? And so I think what you, what you were saying when you switch it from dollars to percentage, you're able to just okay, now I'm focused on me. Let's focus on this account. You start talking, uh, your language starts changing, yeah, right? Definitely. And so I think just those little minute shifts were the things that, you know, got you here today or got us today to be mature, be a better trader than we were yesterday. Yeah. yeah. So if we could like break it down or sum it up into three key points for a new trader, what would you have done differently or what would we recommend them to do differently than what we took what i would focus on um, if i was starting out again i would focus on a lot of a lot of it's with us right so you could kind of sum it up in two we have this acronym you know that we we use it's called rep right risk management edge and psychology and with those three as your main pillars right learning about that we kind we, we kind of just talked about the edge having the strategy there's a million ways to make a million dollars right but finding the one that fits you losses are inev inevitable so that helps with the psychology part and the comparison trap is a big thing um that that kind of morphs into psychology and um, risk management as well because you're going to see bigger guys bigger traders trading bigger contracts and that might sway us away from you know moving forward with our journey and so we, we just kind of sum it up to those three things right the reps risk management uh, edge and psychology and once you learn those you should be on a better track or better way to your trading journey yeah, i couldn't have said it better myself man <laughs> that, that's good that's solid yeah, yeah yeah all right guys we hope that helps you if you're a new trader just take that into consideration those three key points those three pillars risk edge and psychology and with that we'll see you in our next podcast if you like episodes like this be sure to follow us on all the social media channels youtube hit the subscribe button and follow us on the podcast and thanks for listening